Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to another edition of the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. It is Thursday night, October 1st, uh, 10 o'clock Eastern Time. For anybody listening live here on Blog Talk Radio. And um, week four preview is upon us. Excited to be here. As you know, I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Aniano. And sitting with me in the studio today. Uh, it's been a few weeks since he's been in studio. But he's back and uh, uh, living the dream as we always do here in the spacious Anthony Aniano studio. Uh my partner and colleague and co-host and friend and all sorts of other nice words I could call him, Mr. Douglas Dollar. Doug, it's already October 1st. Hard to believe. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, sir. I'm just trying to stay uh, dry, hoping that uh, Joaquin Phoenix stays far away from yeah. us. And let's have a good, you know, it could, be a, it could be a very poor weekend of football. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, mon- monsoon, the possible hurricane coming through. Uh, I've already heard reports that the Redskins-Eagles game might get push, uh, canceled, pushed back to Week 8. Check your daily, check your seasonal lineups. Those guys won't give you any points this week, potentially. Keep an eye on the situation, uh, especially with those East Coast games, because it could be a mess. Uh, a lot going on tonight. We're going to get to all of it. If you're listening to us live on Blog Talk Radio, give us a call. 347-838-8088. That's 347-838-8088. Uh, chat room is open as well. Jump on the chat room here on BTR and uh, let us know what's going on and what you think. Don't forget, you can follow me, Anthony Aniano, at rotoballer.com, draftvalet.com. Follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy. That's A-A-N-I-A-N-O-Fantasy. And on Facebook at the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. Uh, you can also hear me on Roto Baller Fantasy Sports Radio with my co-host, Real Talk Raph, every Tuesday night at 930 as we do the weekly waiver wire report over there with rotoballer.com. Uh, Doug, we're supposed to have a special guest tonight, good friend of mine, Drew Phelps, one of the producers from Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. He's hope I'm hopeful he's still able to join us tonight. Um, he's going to give us a call in a, in a little bit, and we're going to talk a little football with him for 15, 20 minutes, get his thoughts on the Washington Redskins in particular, and uh, the fantasy state of that team but, uh, you know, let's get started and, and talk, really. And we talked about it last week, Doug, but we got to talk about it again as quarterbacks just continue to go down and get hurt, right? We had Ben Roethlisberger to the list last week with the knee injury. He's going to be out for a while. It's the same names we keep hearing on the waiver wire. Andy Dalton, uh, Tyrod Taylor, Derek Carr. Those are probably the big three. Marcus Mariota's probably owned. And if he's not owned, it doesn't matter this week. He's on a bye this week anyway. Uh, Titans and the Patriots have week four off. Doug, if you're in that type of situation, Carr, Taylor, Andy Dalton, I personally think Dalton's the first choice. He's been terrific. But uh, who, who do you like out of that crew as a waiver wire ad? I think if, uh, if Dalton's still out there for you, you're extremely lucky. Because I think people are going – I've seen people in some leagues with two quarterbacks – Pick it up a third because they're in panic mode, right? You know, and also you know you want to block their friends, um, or any or whoever they're playing if they want to pick somebody up, or if someone goes down, they want to pick up somebody before they need them. Uh, Dalton clearly the 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 top choice there. Um, I'd be shocked 
if he was still there. I picked up Cam Newton last week in two leagues. I mean, that's just luck, though. That's just poor math. Like, that, whoever dropped those guys, I need to play against on a weekly basis. Because if you're dropping Cam Newton, you're just, in my view, inept. It, it, you know, if they hit the panic button, you know, the, the, his top guy, Benjamin, went down. And people said, oh, I'm not going to need him. He's not going to do anything. They're going to have a horrible year. You know, they have no wide receivers. They have Olsen as their main receiver. And uh, they dropped him. Uh, I scooped him up as fast as I could. I bid high for uh, Cam Newton. I should know. You know what? I didn't. I bid low for him because nobody wanted him. That's shocking. It was. It was great. Uh, but you know what? Derek Carr, I like him. You know, I like I like Tyrod Tyra Taylor. You know what? I mean, talk about Cinderella story out of nowhere. The guy just came out of nowhere. And he's lighting it up. He's one of the top fantasy producers right now quarterback. Yeah, week two, Tyrod Taylor threw three interceptions. Week one and week three, he's been terrific. Seven touchdowns combined on the season. Um, he's running the ball decently. He's got 96 yards on the ground through three games. He's run the ball in the end zone once. Derek Carr, he was injured in week one. Since then, he's had two straight 300-yard games. He and Amari Cooper are becoming a very, very good combination. That's actually my daily play this Sunday combination. Anybody who listens to me knows... I love to pair my quarterback with my number one, with his number one wide receiver. Uh, this week it's Derek Carr. I threw him in for the daily against the Chicago Bears, who are not very good. So I threw Carr in. I'm pairing Carr with Amari Cooper. Bears secondary is, is terrible. There's just no nice way to say it. Very high on the two of them uh, uh, this week uh, in a daily game. I'm playing them in a few FanDuel tournaments. That's my my go-to combination, and it's a relatively cheap combination on FanDuel. Derek Carr and Cooper, I think they're both going for about $7,000, so it's it's not too bad. But, uh, you know, Doug, let's take a look now and uh, at some of these matchups coming up. Oh, by the way, talk about injury. Report just broke earlier tonight. Andrew Luck is now listed as seriously questionable for this week. He's banged up with an injury. So there's another quarterback who you could potentially be losing. I mean, just think about this, right? When you look at the quarterback list for week four, Brady and Mariota are on a bye. You may be losing luck. Drew Brees missed last week. Cutler missed last week. Romo is out. Big Ben is out. Uh, Sam Bradford's been terrible. People thought he would be, would be solid. He's been terrible. You're looking at guys who were probably drafted, if they were drafted, as a QB2 who are now being thrust into must-start situations due to injury and ineffectiveness. Carson Palmer, Doug, he's a must-start. He is. He is. He's a guy that people – and I mean, plenty of people said preseason, you know, Carson Palmer could have a, a real nice year. The, the team – I mean, the team looks – people thought the team looked good. I don't think anyone thought they looked yes. this good. Offense and defense. I mean, they're, they're a contender this year. I'm not saying Super Bowl bounds, but definitely a contender. Um, he's easily a must-start. If you were extremely lucky, you got him in the late, you know, round yeah. 10, 13, 10, 11, 12. And like you said, he's probably re- he could be replacing, you know, if you took Drew Brees, and then and I'm sure plenty of people did this, Drew Brees over him, Philip Rivers, Cutler, and then Carson Palmer, you're now starting him over your, your, your first pick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these guys are becoming must-starts. Uh, Andy Dalton, we mentioned Carr. Uh, I mean, these are guys, Taylor, these are guys who you've got to get in your lineup because between the ineffectiveness and the injuries, the quarterback position has gotten very, very thin. And also, uh, 
with with luck being out, Blake Bortles could be a nice play this week. I, I'm starting him in FanDuel. Uh, Are you really? Yeah. Um, he's very cheap. He's like I want to say sixty five, sixty three hundred dollars. And if, he, if he's playing with uh, Indy without luck, you know that could be a lot of uh, three and outs. Yeah, that's true. Colts get the ball a lot less. Jaguars on the field more. He has Allen Robinson. Uh, maybe Bortles puts up some numbers there, Doug. I agree, it is possible. All right, let's get started quickly now. We will uh, before we get to Sunday's games. We'll take a look, a quick update as the Steelers just put another touchdown on the board. Uh, tonight, as we know, the Ravens 0-3 versus the Steelers 2-1. Steelers playing with Michael Vick. But, you know, it's funny. I was, on, I was on another show the other day, and I wasn't that concerned about Michael Vick just because of the weapons he has. And, by the way, if we're a little choppy, if the show is uh, we're having some reception issues, podcasts are an Internet-based show, ladies and gentlemen, and there is a monsoon outside right now, and that might be causing a little interference with the show. So if it is, we do apologize in advance. But, um, you know, right now with a 20-7 to 7 lead, just some fantasy numbers. Michael Vick, 91 yards passing and a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell, 59 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Michael Vick's also run for 30 yards. Antonio Brown, 4 for 25. Darius Haywood Bay, 2 for 20 and a touchdown as well. Marcus Wheaton, 1 for 18. Bell, 5 catches for only 17 yards. Uh, Ravens side of the ball, Justin Forsett, 45 yards on the ground. Michael Campanaro has run one in. Uh, Flacco, 55 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. Tight end Max Williams is the leading receiver. Two catches, 17 yards as the Ravens are struggling. And if they don't get things going soon, we'll be 0-4 and essentially eliminated from playoff contention on the 1st of October. (laughs) Tough way to start the year. All right, Doug, we're going to start with Sunday's game. 9.30 in the morning in London. Immediately that scares me from a lot of fantasy players here. Jets technically on the road to face the Dolphins. Um, Dolphins one and two, Jets two and one. Let's start with the quarterbacks, Ryan Tannenhill, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Tannenhill was drafted as a top 12. Keeping in mind the concerns with the quarterback positions, I'm not playing Fitzpatrick. You're going with Tannenhill against this Jets defense. Um, You know what? You may have to. He may be your first uh, quarterback. And, you know, if you drafted him alone, because, I mean, he was, some people had him ranked as high as number eight or nine. So if he's your number one guy and your backup is, I don't know, a Jay Cutler, he, you may have to start him. Um, would I want to start him against the Jets? You know what? Jets are currently fourth in the league against the pass, giving up essentially only 192 yards per game. I mean, that's impressive when you're giving up less than 200 yards per game. They've given up three passing touchdowns to four interceptions. Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Tannenhill. I'm going Tyrod Taylor. Easily. Easily to Taylor. Uh, I mean, yeah, without a doubt, Taylor's playing the Giants. And, you know, I was thinking about this before. Um, At this point right now, who wouldn't you play against the Giants? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But there are guys I would much rather start over Tannenhill. I'm not saying you're dropping Tannenhill. I'm just saying this is a terrible, terrible matchup. Right. Um against against a very good Jets defense. You know, you, you talk about the Giants. The Giants are dead last in the league against the pass. They're giving up 336 yards per game through the air. So absolutely, you expect uh, 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 Tyrod Taylor to put up some numbers there. Now, Miami against the pass, they're right in the middle of the pack. 246 yards allowed, six touchdowns, six passing touchdowns allowed. 
if you don't like Fitzpatrick, you still have to like Brandon Marshall a whole lot. Sure. Uh, he's a must-start. Chris Ivory, I think, is a, is a good play for the Jets. He's back. And you saw how the Jets struggled last week without Ivory. Um, I, I, I'm a big Ivory guy. We've talked about that before on the show. I like Ivory this year. You know, Miami against the run, second worst in the league, giving up 145 yards per game. Doug, Chris Ivory, Brandon Marshall, you've got to play them. Yeah, I agree. Um, those two are pretty much uh, – this, this week definitely must start. Uh, Sue is doing nothing. They're, I mean, they're calling him a bust yeah. in Miami. I hate to use that word so prematurely, but, I mean, as of right now, it's not looking good. If uh, Decker's a little banged up, if he's, if he's starting, I want to play him, I'm getting him, him in the game as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, just as a point of reference against the run, I'm staying away from the Miami running attack as well. Jets giving up 107 yards per game, but only have allowed one rushing touchdown. Doug, the, the, you, you include the travel to London – the neutral site, 9.30 in the morning Eastern time. Fish and chips. I mean, it, it, this has all the makings for a miserable offensive game. Only players I'm looking at squeezing into this game are Brandon Marshall and Chris Ivory and Decker if healthy. I agree. And I don't know what the weather is going to be doing. It's over. always raining in London. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not a meteorologist. Uh, so I don't know if this our hurricane is going to be affecting that part of the country. It's only five hours away by by plane, or six, one and two. Uh, Close enough, five and a half. Yeah, with the wind in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's like you said. It's, it's really. It's. <laughs> I just keep remembering the, the uh, flashback of the, the Giants playing there, and they did a punt, and the ball stuck into the ground because it was so wet. Yeah. You know, it's for for for, for rugby. It's great. For football, not it's so not much. a great fancy situation. Not so much. All right, Doug, we move on now to Sunday, some 1 o'clock games. Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Indianapolis, right? And we're going to talk about this Indianapolis game under the assumption that Andrew Luck plays. Okay. Okay? Um, let's start with the passing games. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars on the season currently sit against the pass at – as I pull up my numbers here, I apologize for uh, the delay. Jacksonville Jaguars averaging, giving up 283 yards per game and five passing touchdowns. Okay, They are near the bottom in passing defense. If I am an owner of T.Y. Hilton, if I am an owner of Dante Moncrief and Andrew Luck, I am playing all three of them. Moncrief's gotten a touchdown in every game. My question for you, and I think most people will agree with that, what about Andre Johnson? Um, I have him on my roster. I, I, at this point, I gotta sit him. Yeah, I gotta sit him. I mean, you know, they were saying, I, "What did they pay him?" Nine? No, no, no. I'm sorry, Spiller. They paid nine million dollars. They still paid him a lot of money, and you 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 want to start him, but I mean, he's in, in one league. I have him. He's my third wide receiver. Um, so I'm, I'm deep enough where I can sit him, start a running back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to touch him right now. I, and, no. You know, and they keep saying. You know he's got. He, I've seen a couple of articles. He has to use the offense. They're gonna start using some more. Seven catches for 51 yards on the season. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Well, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, on yeah. a good day. If there's no defense. True. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a, Andre Johnson. He's he's uh, he's in my sit him category this yeah, week. Yeah, I agree. And you know, and then you compare it to Hilton, who on a bum knee has 15 for 227, and Dante Moncrief 17 for 203 touchdowns. Those guys are, are, are wide receiver. Hilton's a wide receiver one. Moncrease is becoming a wide receiver two flex option. Mm-hmm. Andre Johnson, I'm staying away from. Right. Now, Indianapolis against the pass, 
261 yards, allowed five touchdowns, three interceptions. Almost identical to the Jaguars. Very similar. A few spots away from each other. Um, Blake Bortles, Allen Robinson. I'm going to play Allen Robinson as a wide receiver, too. I know you're a big Robinson guy. Yes, I am. Uh, I got him in a couple of leagues. I'm playing him as a wide receiver, too. I'm playing, actually, in, in FanDuel, I'm playing Bortles and I'm playing uh, Yeldon. Both very inexpensive, both playing against pretty weak defenses. And like I said before, if Luck's out of the game, that's a, a great matchup for the Jaguars. See, I don't, I don't like Yeldon. Yeldon, to me, has not looked good at all. Mm. He's averaging 3.2 yards per carry. And, and, you know, Indianapolis on the season, Indianapolis on the season uh, uh, is sitting at allowing uh, 112 yards per game. They've allowed four rushing touchdowns. So they're a middle-of-the-pack defense right. against the run. But Yeldon just hasn't looked good, Doug. 3.2 yards per game. If there was anybody else in that Jackson backfield, Yeldon wouldn't be getting the carries he would be. Um, I'm going to stay away from Yeldon. I am going to use Frank Gore, though, because mm-hmm. Frank Gore looked terrific last week. Sure. Yeah. No, yeah, Gore, I mean, the guy just won't go away. No. Ever. I mean, he's amazing. And for, I, mean, I think for three years now, they keep saying, you know, is he done? Is he not? And, and there's a few people here and there, a few experts keep saying, don't sleep on Gore, don't sleep right. on Gore. And every year he proves them right. You know, Yeldon, it's just as far as sheer volume. You know, he's a three-down yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, if you want to sit him out, I get that. Uh, on FanDuel, he was cheap. So oh, I, yeah, I, was. I put my money somewhere else. Okay. Uh, and that's why, I'm, but you know, I mean, he, well, he, he'll, he's one of those guys who's going to have a week that he, he, he blows up, you know. But is it one of those once every four weeks situations, right, right, you know right. what I mean? Um. If Luck doesn't play, right. T.Y. Hilton s- still plays, uh, maybe not as a wide receiver one, but you still play him. Do you still play Dante Moncrief? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd still go with him as well. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the guy's just too talented. You can't, yeah, you gotta, PPR format. Yeah. Um, all right, Doug. Let's talk about the, the New York battle. The oh, yeah. Giants traveling up to Buffalo. You've already talked about Tyrod Taylor, Giants' worst team in the league against the pass. So I think Tyrod Taylor is a must-play. I think uh, Sammy Watkins is a must-play as well. Now, running back situation in Buffalo, we know it seems like LaShawn McCoy is not going to play. That brings in the rookie, the young kid Williams, who has run the ball better than LaShawn McCoy and has looked terrific. He's gotten a touchdown in every game. The Giants' defense is second is allowing 75 yards per game, two touchdowns. But to me, that's they don't look good. And this kid Williams is going to get 20 carries in this offense. I like Williams uh, filling in for LaShawn McCoy. I actually have him in a fan do play on the cheap. Um, are you all in on these Buffalo players? And what about some of these other players? Percy Harvin in particular, are you willing to throw in some of their secondary receivers in a weekly league? I am. Uh, Clay as well. I added Clay in a league where I lost Delaney Walker to a bye, and I threw Clay right into my lineup. Yeah, I'm pretty much all in on the entire offense for the Bills right now. I mean, I'm actually starting Williams in in a FanDuel league as well. Um, Yeah, I mean, against the Giants, you got to start anybody you got there. Yeah. You really do. I mean, Percy Harvin as a flex. Or I mean, Harvin's look good. 16 catches, 192 yards. He's gotten in the end zone once. Yeah, and I mean, if, you, if you're playing a, a three-deep plus a, a flex uh, league, you're definitely going to start him. Yeah, you're definitely going to start him. Robert Woods, 9 for 125 on the year. He's got a touchdown. I'm all in on these Bills wide receivers against this Giants defense. Uh, Tyrod Taylor as well. Now, Doug, 
Buffalo side of things, uh, Giants side of things against that Buffalo defense. Yeah. Um, Buffalo so far this season against the run, uh, been solid as you would expect from a a, a Rex Ryan coach team. Mm-hmm. Number one in the league, only 74 yards allowed on the ground, and the Giants' rush defense offense has looked terrible. Rashad Jennings, uh, Andre Williams, none of them have done anything to impress. Stay away from the Giants' running backs. No, I, I agree. I mean, if it, in desperation, if you want to start Vereen. In a PPR format. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I mean, the only guy he's starting is Beckham. Odell Beckham. I mean, I don't want to start Eli against them. I just don't trust him. You know, in, in a pinch, maybe. But for me, Odell Beckham's the only guy he can start. Yeah, I mean, Odell Beckham, obviously, is a must-start. Um, what about Ruben Randall? What about Ruben Randall? Um you know, yeah, you can start him. Buffalo Bills defense is allowing 327 yards and seven passing touchdowns this season. Okay. And that's in three games. So you're looking at two touchdowns per game mm-hmm. and 326 yards a game. Yeah. I mean, they are vulnerable to the pass. Uh, I'm in on Ruben Randall. I am in on Beckham. But Eli. I had a choice between Eli and Russell Wilson, and I'm still making that choice, but currently I am leaning towards Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a tough call. You know, I I, I can't kill you for, for starting Eli. You know, they're going to be throwing the ball. Like you said, now, keep in mind, though, too, potentially we're losing six quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. We're losing so many different quarterbacks. Who would you rather play, Sam Bradford or Eli Manning? Eli. Um, who would you rather? I love the game. Remember when we used to play Who'd You Rather in college? It was for yeah. totally different reasons, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Andy Dalton or Eli Manning? Dalton. Dalton against Kansas City. Drew Brees might be out. Derek Carr at Chicago or Eli Manning? Derek Carr. Yeah. I may Derek go that Carr. way as well. Um Teddy Bridgewater at Denver. Eli Manning. Eli. I agree. Tyrod Taylor or Eli Manning? I'm going Taylor. Okay. I'm going Taylor. You know, I mean, the way the I mean, the, base, the, the Bills are just an anomaly this year. I mean, no one thought they'd be this good. Um, the, the, but they're not that good against the pass. I think true. they're a little overrated. I'm They'll saying that the team in general. Okay. The team in general, I, I can see – them falling ahead, the Giants just throwing the ball a lot. Like I said, they can't run the ball very well, so he's going to be throwing the ball all the time. So, I mean, if you want to start Eli, I can't kill you for it. There's a lot of guys that start over him. Eli Manning, when all is said and done this week, will be 250 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Sounds about right. As long as the weather doesn't affect the game. Right. If this weather's bad, stay away. Just stay away. You know, that whole game will be a bunch of zero passes to Odell Beckham. That's what that'll be. Yeah. All right, Doug. Carolina traveling to the Buccaneers. Carolina's sitting at 3-0. and Tampa Bay is at 1-2. and Doug, I'm looking at Carolina, even though they're 3-0. and I can't play Jonathan Stewart. He's been terrible. He's averaging 57 yards a game, 3.5 yards a carry. Now he's listening to this questionable. He's a game-time decision. Really? It's Cam Newton. It's Greg Olson. And I move on. I agree. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, a little choppy with the weather. Yeah, we're a little choppy with the weather. Yeah, uh, I agree. Cam Newton is a must-start. Greg Olson is one of the top guys. He's not going anywhere. And those are the only two guys I can trust. Yeah, I, you know, 
uh, any of the Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn's been okay. Maybe as a wide receiver for mm. flex type of play, he's been okay. Tampa Bay side of things, uh, can you trust Jameis Winston this week against Carolina? Um, I'll be honest, I'm doing that in a 16-team league. Mm. Tom Brady's on a bye. Carolina's <clears> given up <throat> about 240 yards a game. Only two touchdowns allowed, four interceptions. Winston's going to get picked, but Mike Evans looked good in his return last week. Gives me a little hope for Jameis Winston. Yeah, Mike Evans looks looks good. I think, once again, like I said before, either last week or the week before, Vincent Jackson's a guy, gets, he's he's a decent player. Can't trust him week in and week out, though. No, you, you can't, but you know, he's a guy that... He, he's a good player. Uh, as far as his defense is concerned, you, you got to respect his ability. You know, so he's definitely a legitimate target. But Vincent Jackson has played all season. He hasn't missed a game. Mm-hmm. He has nine receptions. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans played last week, and he's got seven. <laughs> right. So, you know, I mean, what is Vincent Jackson really doing? He is clearly this, the, uh, an emergency option. He's giving you three catches a game. Mike Evans is on one and a half legs, and he pulls in seven catches last week. Right. Right. You know, now the running back situation in Tampa is a hot mess. That's tough. Charles Sims and Doug Martin essentially split playing time last week, mm-hmm. and just no way around it. Charles Sims is a better football player right now than Doug Martin. He's not running the ball great, but at least Charles Sims can make plays catching the ball. I added Charles Sims in a few leagues off the waiver wire. I'm not playing either one of them this week against Carolina, but if you've got to make a decision on a Tampa running back, are you with me on this, Doug, with Sims over Martin? Yeah, you know, I mean, preseason, I, I, you know, sometimes you buy the hype, sometimes you don't, and I bought, the, I bought the Doug Martin hype, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, it's, it's just not working out. I mean, if I have, I, if I had the two, I pick Sims. Um, I have Doug Wilson and uh, Doug Martin, rather, sorry, in uh, two leagues, and I think I'm sitting them in both. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't blame him. Now, just statistically, Tampa Bay is allowing 138 yards per game on the ground. That doesn't change my opinion on John Stewart. He has just not looked good. Um, and Carolina this season against the run has been better than that. Carolina this year against the run only allowing 76 yards a game. Stay away from the Tampa running attack. I agree. All right, Doug. Philadelphia Eagles, they're traveling to Washington for the Redskins. <sighs> Other than Jordan Matthews, is there anybody you trust right now in Philadelphia? Uh, you know what? Yeah, Ryan Matthews. DeMarco Murray practiced in full. He did, but, I mean, even when, even when he played and practiced in full and played, what did he do? Not very much. You think? Do you think the Eagles would cut DeMarco Murray's touches for Ryan Matthews? For, uh, for Ryan Matthews? Um, I, I think the way Matthews is playing, they're going to have a choice. I mean, DeMarco Murray has the money. He's, got, he's, the big, he's the big sign. But, I mean, if you're playing to win, I think you've got to play Ryan Matthews a little more. Redskins currently allow only 3.6 yards per carry Mm -hmm. and are only allowing 75 rushing yards a game. I agree. If DeMarco Murray's out, I'll play Ryan Matthews. If Murray is active, I'm staying away from the whole mess, staying away from Bradford. Mm -hmm. Jordan Matthews is my guy. Doug, Washington side of the ball. Matt Jones, Alfred Morris. Matt Jones has been out carrying Alfred Morris. But here's the thing. Alfred Morris was terrific opening week. Matt Jones was terrific week two. Right. Week three, neither one of them was very effective. Um, their numbers are almost identical. Matt Jones has gotten in the end zone twice. He did that both times week two. Where are you going with this mess of a Redskins running attack? You know, Eagles rush defense uh, is, is, is nothing outstanding. 
They've given, they've given up only 87 yards per game, so they've been okay against the run. Do you trust either of these Eagles running backs? Uh, you know what? The way things are, I, if I had Alfred Morris, I'd start him as a running back two or a flex. Um, just because he's been the guy there for a couple of years now, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not convinced yet with Jones. I'm just not. Uh, I mean, I don't. I I can't give you any legitimate reason why. Uh, if, I, if, if I pick between the two of them, I'm picking Pierre Garcon. You know, yeah. I'm just that's just the only thing. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll play Garcon as a wide receiver three flex option. Sure, he's got 17 catches. He's been in the end zone. Jordan Reed, I view as a tight end one right now. The guy's been terrific. Yep. 19 catches, 241 yards, and a touchdown. I just don't like I don't like the uncertainty of that Redskins running back situation. You don't know how it's going. Now, listen, long term, you know it's going to be Jones over Alfred Morris. He's just a more dynamic player. Yes. But Alfred Morris isn't dead yet. There's also reports that RG3 might be active this week. Oh. Uh, uh, not starting, but active. Right. Because let's be honest, Kirk Cousins is what Kirk Cousins is. Yes. And that's three touchdowns, four interceptions. Doug, the Raiders going to the Bears. Here's a little advice. Daily play, yep. start Martellus Bennett. doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Right. The Oakland Raiders have allowed 21 receptions, 305 yards, and five touchdowns to opposing tight ends this season. For as good as the Raiders have played, they cannot stop a tight end. Bennett is a top-five tight end. He's going to put up nice fantasy numbers. I love Martellus Bennett. Alshon Jeffrey says the calf injury is better. I'm willing to roll with Alshon Jeffrey. He's the Bears' number one receiver, regardless of who's throwing him the ball, uh, Cutler or Clausen. I'm willing to go with Alshon Jeffrey, and I'm willing to play Matt Forte. It is still the Oakland Raiders' defense. Uh, uh, your thoughts on the Bears? You agree? Any interest in Eddie Royal? Uh, Eddie Royal? No, not too much. I mean, I mean, if, if you know, if I'm owning Dez and he's out, and I'm owning, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks, and he's kind of down. Will I start him over one of those two? Well, I start him obviously over Dez. I don't know if I would start him over Brandon Cooks. Yeah, if you know, in a pinch in a deep league, maybe. What What about Clawson? Against against Oakland, would you start him? Do you think you can get twenty points, fifteen fifteen points from him? Or how, or how, what about how about this? How about the Fanduel? No, 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 no. Not if I could. Play, I could play Derek Carr for seven thousand, which is a pretty cheap price. I'd right. rather go Carr for that cheaper price. Mm-hmm. Now Oakland, against the pass, Doug, is allowing three hundred twenty three yards per game and six touchdowns. Okay. If you're desperate on the waiver wire, I think you could, Jimmy Clausen might be a decent play for the week. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a Tom Brady owner, he's on by, and the, all the other guys we've mentioned tonight, the Daltons, the Mariotas, the Card, they've already been claimed. You know, maybe you go there. You know, Jimmy Clausen's going for 5700 on FanDuel. I can't do it. I can't do Jimmy Clausen because I like to pair my, my, my quarterback with his receiver. Right. And now I'm, pay- I'm I don't want to play Alshon Jeffrey either. I can't trust him yeah. to stay healthy. So I'm not. It's it's a risk. I mean, for fifty seven hundred dollars, I would throw that in like a two dollar game. Throw it in a sure. two dollar game. Sure. Why not? I'm uh-huh. not throwing it into a big money game. Well, you want to have some fun on a fifty fifty or two dollar game, then go for it. Right. No, I agree. Doug Raiders side of things. I'm loving that side of things. Loving it. Who do you like there this week from Oakland? Who don't you like? Amani Cooper, 
Carr, Latavius Murray. I mean, I mean that, that's pretty much about it. But I mean, those are the main three guys. And uh, I mean, on on Fanduel, they're pretty cheap. Uh, Carr, you think he's the real deal? I do. I yeah, do. I do too. He was, you know, he was projected as a first-round pick last year. He slid to the second round. Mm -hmm. He threw 20 touchdowns as a rookie, and he didn't have a full season of Murray. He didn't have Amari Cooper. His number one receiver was James Jones, who is only James Jones when he's with with the Packers. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, You know, the Bears are giving up 136 yards per game on the ground. Latavius Murray should go off again. Right. Uh, uh, I agree with you. I like those. I'll even go with, as a flex play potentially, Michael Crabtree, who on the season's got 18 catches for 184 yards. So he's giving you in a PPR league, he's basically giving you 12 points a game, six catches for 60 yards a game. Uh, I don't mind Michael Crabtree uh, as a flex player, as a wide receiver for. Doug, Houston Texans traveling to Atlanta. And my God, how many more catches will Julio Jones end up with? Through three games, this guy has 34 catches, 440 yards, four touchdowns. He's going to be in the conversation for a top five pick next year, fantasy-wise. He is a must-play, or as they say, a scratch play, chalk play in any daily game. If you don't have Julio Jones in your lineup, you're going to need a miracle to finish in the money, Doug. He's been that off the charts. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, uh, Julio Jones... Now, a little bit of concern, Devonta Freeman's come up with a toe situation. He's been limited in practice the last couple of days. They really don't have anyone else. Tevin Coleman's not even sniffing the field with his rib injury. Right. Houston's allowing 109 yards a game. If Freeman's active, i got to put Devonta Freeman in the game along with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, Doug. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, you know, Julio Jones, I mean, he's the, he's the guy this year. Yeah, he's the guy. I mean, uh, you know, Antonio Brown was ranked number one, and he's still, you know, if you have one of those, one or two of those guys, you're 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 golden. Uh, yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Uh, what about Hankerson? Eleven catches, 138 yards. Uh, uh, he's become kind of the wide receiver too. There, Roddy White now has gone two games without a reception. Um, I mean, it's just a matter of that Matt Ryan is just. I think it's something like 30% of his activity uh, is going to is going to Julio Jones. Right. You know, what about Hankerson? Houston's defense on the season allowing 224 yards, but has allowed six touchdowns through the air this year, mm-hmm. two touchdowns per game. <clears throat> you know, I've been keeping my eye on him. He's, he's a guy, do I start him this week? I don't know. I mean, he's – there's probably a good chance he's on the wave wire for a lot of leagues. He probably is. He um, is. He definitely is. And if you're like me and you have uh, Cole Beasley in a couple of leagues, you drop him for Hankerson. You, you grab Hankerson, and you, and you you see how it pans out. You know, hopefully, 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 Julio and he will be the old Julio and Roddy. Maybe Potentially. Next, next year. Potentially. Ne- not this year, but next year possibly. Possibly. Now, Texan side of the ball. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. maybe Nate Washington as a very low-end flex. Right. You know, he's been decent, 13 catches, 210 yards. Uh, the quarterback situation's a mess. Do not get it. I know Alfred Blue ran for 130 yards last week. Stop. 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 Do not. Do, don't. Just don't do it. But I can't trust it. But if you have him, try to sell him high. 
Right, even though, and hopefully somebody doesn't realize that Arian Forster might play this week, and if he doesn't, it looks better and better that he's back uh, for the for the Texans' next game after this week. Um, there, you know, there are plenty of people who who will not be aware of that. So if you, I'm telling everyone out there now, if you have Lou, try to sell him high. Maybe put him in a small package and get somebody. You know, somebody will will be like, wow, he he, he did really well. He's the guy, and try to sell him high. That's right. my advice. Atlanta is allowing 96 yards per game, but have allowed six touchdowns this season on the ground. You know, all right, here's the situation. You ready? Mm-hmm. You're out. You have one of the Patriots backs, Deion Lewis and McGarrett Blount. Mm-hmm. They're out on a bye. You've been rolling with Doug Martin. You know, maybe you have a solid RB1. Maybe it's Eddie Lacy. Right. You've been going with Deion Lewis. Then you have Doug Martin, Alfred Blue. Lewis is on a bye. Doug Martin or Alfred Blue? Blue. Yeah. Gotta go blue. Gotta go blue. I mean, I mean, he's still. I mean, Force is not back yet. Uh, I mean, I I I loved Doug Martin this preseason. Loved you him. Did. And uh, he, he's he's slapped me in the face. Yeah. You know. And not in like a friendly way. No. Like like. With his manhood. He's yeah, right. like embarrassing you yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Reminding you who's in charge. Yeah, and, and I got him. Like, it was a pretty early pick, fourth, fifth round. Yeah. You know, it hurts. You bought the hype. I did. All right, Doug. Kansas City's traveling to the red-hot Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bengals are 3-0. and Andy Dalton, we mentioned him. Eight touchdowns, one interception on the season. A.J. Green is a beast. 335 yards and three touchdowns. He had a 200, what was it, 224-yard game last week in week two. Uh, uh, obviously, those two guys are must-starts. You know, let's, though, talk about the, can- the Cincinnati running attack. Gio Bernard is clearly outplaying Jeremy Hill. The Bengals are remaining loyal to Hill, though. But what happens is then the Bengals, if they fall behind or it's a close game, they're going right to Gio Bernard. Kansas City's off defense is allowing 94 yards per game but have not yet given up a rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. PPR format, I'm all in on Gio Bernard. What are you doing about Jeremy Hill? Uh, he was probably a second-round pick. Yeah, second round, if you're lucky, third round. I agree. Um, hope, I have stock in Hill in quite a few leagues. Yeah, I, you know what? It's funny. I, I didn't buy into him this, this preseason. <laughs> I bought into Doug Martin, yeah. but not to Hill. Well, you're lucky then. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I got to sit him. I got to sit him. I sat him and. In three out of the four leagues I own him, I sat him. Mm-hmm. I had to. One league I didn't have a choice, I had to play him. It was just a matter of I, bodies. I don't have the bodies to, to sit him. And sure. the waiver wire didn't have enough. But right. I did sit him. Um, you know, Kansas, they haven't given up a rushing touchdown. I mean, that's all you need to know. Right. Not that Kansas City's great, but Jeremy Hill has been terrible. He's not running with any confidence. And Gio Bernard's just clearly outplaying them. There's no other way around it, Doug. Let me ask you this. If you know right now people hill people are panicking. Do you buy low? I'm trying to in one league. Yeah. In one league I don't have them. I'm trying to buy low. Yeah, I mean at this point it's it's still early. Uh we've seen running back struggle mm-hmm. and then kick it into gear. Uh, this yeah. week after this week. If he does nothing against the Chiefs, the Chiefs, he may be a, a very good guy. You may be able to, to get steal cheap. him. Yeah. You may be able to steal him. And yeah. if you're in, and if you have an owner who's 
the wonderful combination of impatient and lacking knowledge, you mm-hmm. can see Jeremy Hill on the wave wire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chiefs against the pass, they're allowing 287 yards per game. And as good as they are against the run with zero rushing touchdowns allowed, they've given up in three games, Doug, 10 passing touchdowns. Wow. And Andy Dalton, A.J. Green, Tyler Eifert, Marvin Jones. Doug, you're all in on all the Bengals receivers. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I have my notes here, Anthony, and there's not enough room for my notes for all the, the pro Bengals guys. <laughs> you know, I just I just had to write the word all. Just play them all. And, uh by the way, folks, if if for some reason Dalton's still on the waiver wire and you and you still stack the quarterback, grab him. him. Grab him. I agree. Grab him. Doug, Kansas City side of things, Jamal Charles, yeah, Jeremy Macklin. I play Macklin, him, I think. I think I'll play Charles. And Travis Kelsey. All of them have been terrific. Kelsey with 244 yards and two touchdowns. Macklin, 250 yards on the season and a touch. And Jamal Charles. You're rolling with all of them. How high do you rank Jeremy Macklin? Is your wide receiver two? Is your wide receiver three flex option? Where do you see Macklin? He's a three flex option, I think. And by the way, for those of you, if you're out there, and I hope you are, who had Alex Smith and sold him high after week one, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, Alex Smith is what Alex Smith has always been. Yes. Uh, Bengals defense allowing 256 yards through the air and six touchdowns on the season. So, uh, you can move the ball on Cincinnati as well. Doug, 4 o'clock games, Cleveland Browns, San Diego Chargers, both teams 1 and 2. Um, for some reason, the Browns keep going back to McGown. It makes no sense. We talked about it last week. It was the Browns. That's true. Um, Travis Benjamin, 10 catches, 249 yards, and four touchdowns through the air. Isaiah Crowell's been okay. Um just as a point of reference, the San Diego Chargers defense against the pass uh, has been pretty good. Only 189 yards allowed through the air, five touchdowns. Any interest in any Chiefs, in any Browns passing attack? We discussed Benjamin last week. Um, are, are you buying yet? No. Not this week against this Chargers pass defense. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think if anybody in the passing attack, it's Duke Johnson, the running back as a PPR. Yeah, potentially. But yeah, I mean, he's the, I mean, he's the only guy I can see playing. Yeah, you know, now Isaiah Crowell is an interesting play. Chargers mm-hmm. not good against the run. 136 yards a game, four rushing touchdowns. I could go with Crowell as a very low end RB two, barely cracking my top 25. Uh, uh, a 14 team league, he's out there. Got in the end zone last week, Crowell. Uh, I, I don't mind him this week against the Chargers, Doug. Yeah, I, I can live with him. I mean, as a as a running back three flex. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it's the Chargers. You know, they're gonna be throwing the ball a lot. They're they're, they're, they're eh defense, not the worst, but I mean, you, you get the points against them. So I mean, yeah, you, you could play him. All right on the Chargers side of things, folks. This is the game. All this in. is it. This is the Melvin Gordon coming out party. <laughs> Cleveland Browns are allowing 158 yards a game on the ground. Gordon's getting close. You saw the carry shift in his favor. Danny Woodhead took a small back seat last week. This is Gordon's uh, uh, arrival, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking for over 110, 120 yards. I think he gets in the end zone. Uh, I'm all in on Gordon. Woodhead in a PPR format, and I think Keenan Allen you got to play as well, Doug. Sure, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I agree. He, all in with with the Chargers. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? I mean, I mean, the the Browns. The secondary is a good secondary. They do have a good pass defense. There's no denying that. They're only giving up 237 yards a game, but they have given up six passing touchdowns. Philip Rivers could still have some fun. Yeah, he could. I mean, and yeah, but, you know, but the strength is in the secondary. You have Woodhead. You have Melvin. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it could be a lot of you know little little uh, pass uh, quick dunks and you know checkdowns to running backs. So it could be a a dominant running back day for the Chargers. Absolutely. You know they're going to lean on that running attack. Doug, this is um, Antonio Gates' last game before his suspension is up. Mm-hmm. If he's out on the waiver wire, is Antonio Gates a must add? Absolutely. If he's on the waiver wire, I want to join that league. You know, I mean, and if somebody has him. And you know they're not thinking, or like you said, they're not knowledgeable. Try to get them, you know, get them, for, get them for cheap if you can. Uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to be playing him there you go. next week. Doug Green Bay Packers traveling to the 49ers Sunday at 4:25 Eastern. Andre uh, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. Best player in the NFL. Yeah. Ten touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, uh, every time he's out there, he's just. I mean, what a feeling that's got to be, A, to be sleeping with Olivia Munn, and then, B, waking up after doing God knows what with her on Saturday night, and then waking up, Sunday, and waking up Sunday morning cuddling, <laughs> and, and knowing you're the best player on the field. You know, I would have to respectfully disagree. I'll put him at number two. I'm, I'm having Tom Brady as number one. You know, I mean, it's... Head to head, right now, who are you taking? They're playing each other. Who, who, which team are you betting on? I'm taking the passes. As a Giants fan, I'm taking the passes. I'm taking the passes because Aaron Rodgers is throwing ten touchdowns without his number one receiver. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Take Gronkowski away from Brady. Okay, if you take. Gronk away from Brady, then you only have three Super Bowls instead of four. I'm just saying, Rodgers right now mm-hmm. is throwing to James Jones, who was cut from the Raiders, right. cut from the Giants. Right. Was on the If Jordy Nelson didn't get hurt, James Jones would be fantasy and NFL irrelevant right, right. now. Right. Jordy Nelson blows out his knee, and Aaron Rodgers goes, come back here, I'll turn you back into a pro bowler. Yeah. Who's the last guy that was cut? from the Raiders, and then went to, to the Patriots. Randy Moss. Look what, look what uh, Brady did with him. Brady did to him. You know, uh, listen, if you, uh, this is one of those... We're splitting heads. Yeah, we, we are. We could talk for hours we on could. this one. But, you know, it comes down to championships, you know. And, I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the guy, the guy, he's, he's fantastic. And, I, I, you know... And Brady's, Brady's cuddling with a pretty attractive woman, too, on Saturday. He is, he is. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, listen, he, he might be the best, and, and I'm just busting your chops. He might be the best. Um, you can make a case for Brady. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, I'm, obviously we're all in for the Packers, for everybody you have, everybody. Yeah, Eddie Lacy. Uh, and Lacy hasn't been great, but you can't bench him. He was a top-five pick. But he always it's starts this way. He always starts this way. He does start slow. And, again, if you can get him for cheap, do it. Yeah, I can't imagine somebody would make that mistake for the second year in a row. Yeah. Just, I just can't. You know people gave up on him last year. Right. San Francisco is allowing 98 yards but five touchdowns on the season on the ground. Lacey's ankle, he played last week, so he should be all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Randall Cobb, James Jones, you're playing him. Devontae Adams has an ankle situation. He might not play. Sleeper play, 
Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery, yes, yep. I agree. You know, uh, are you playing Rogers, Richard Rogers? I am. I do have him active in one league, a fourteen-team league, okay. where Delaney Walker's on by. I mean, he might give you four or five catches for thirty-five, forty That's yards. The, yeah, give me eight points and at least you know don't take the goose egg. You know, I'm counting on the Adams being out. Now I have Adams in two or three leagues, right. and last week they were playing. If you remember Monday night. <laughs> Um, with him being questionable, I added Montgomery in every league at the last minute that I had Adams in. Right. Of course, Adams is active. I don't put Montgomery in. Mm-hmm. Adams leaves half mid within a few minutes of the game starting, re-aggravates. Montgomery gets in the end zone. Uh, so I am not counting on Montgomery. This I'm not counting on Adams. I actually do have Montgomery in some deep leagues, some three wide receiver plus a flex league. I have Montgomery as a flex play, Doug. Is that crazy, or do you see the value there? No, there's definitely value there. I mean, it's it's the Packers, and like like you said, if, I mean they're they're juggernaut this year right now. They're ridiculous, and if you if you they're one of those teams, if you can get a piece of their offense, then you take it. And he's he's the third the third wide receiver for the Packers is number two for another team. Right. San Francisco allowing 284 yards and five touchdowns through the year. They might do that this week alone. Yeah, right. Now San Francisco side of things, they are a hot mess. Kaepernick looks terrible. Um, Torrey Smith, you can't trust, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Bolden is a steady veteran as a wide receiver three. But I will roll with Carlos Hyde. He was terrific in week one. Last couple of weeks, he hasn't been great. But the Packers, over the first two weeks of the season, ranked 31st in the league against the run. Uh, San Francisco is going to do everything in their power, Doug, to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. <clears throat> How do you do that? You run the ball. Uh, Carlos Hyde is not a bad little running back to this week. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you you probably took him about fourth round. He's probably your second running back. Mm -hmm. Um, I I agree. You you want to keep Rodgers off the field. You're going to run the ball. And you know what? Just maybe in a pinch you might want to take Kaepernick. He might be doing the, uh, you know, the the fake option. option. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not. I can't. Not after last week's performance. He was (laughs) god-awful. Uh, Green Bay run, uh, run defense, though, is allowing 128 yards and four touchdowns on the season mm-hmm. uh, uh, this season. Doug, Rams and the Cardinals, Arizona, we know how good their defense has looked. Just as a point of reference, Arizona this season against the rush is allowing uh, 89 yards a game and only two touchdowns. Uh, against the pass, the Arizona defense has been equally as effective, really. There's just no way around it. Uh, Arizona, they had the two return touchdowns last week. Arizona's only allowing 211 yards through the pass. But here's what's impressive. Only two touchdowns and seven interceptions on the season. Um, I, I can't trust any Rams. I keep waiting for Todd Gurley, but I, I, how, how how can you count on him at any point? Can, can I share with you what I wrote for my, my Rams notes? Yes. One word. It says none. I mean, you, you can't. I mean, listen. It's the NFL. It's it's a uh, you know, you never know who's going to win what. They could surprise you on the defense and have a great week. I just, but I mean, fancy wise, don't be the guy to take that risk. You, you can't trust any of them. You no, really you can't. can't. You can't. But a lot of guys have Gurley, and have, you know, people chomp at the bit for Gurley to you know get on the field. He's still. I mean, and and people also compare him to uh, Adrian Peterson, but they're. 
on in the on behalf of the Rams, they're being smart. They're not rushing. Hey, you know he's ready. He's playing. Let's throw him out there. They're being smart. They're playing him. You know, ten touches a game. Not that him a lot of, a lot of tread. And then, and I can see that going on for several more weeks. As far as the Rams are concerned, I wouldn't play any of them. Not one. I agree. Now, Doug, Cardinals side of things, you're hearing talk that Andre Ellington will be back this right. week, right. but Chris Johnson's still going to get the ball. David Johnson drops down the depth chart. What are, which of the Cardinals running backs do you want to go with? Whew. You know, it, it's it, it's funny. I own uh, David Johnson in one, in one league. I refuse to draft any of those guys as the running backs because I could I, I, I could see preseason. Uh, I may not see a lot. You know, I thought Martin would be a stud right now. But I could see the Cardinals, you know, just being a cluster blank in the backfield. I didn't touch any of them, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, if you have Ellington, he's probably number two, most likely. Um, I can't play him, though, because Chris Johnson had a great game last week. Yeah. He went for over 100 yards, and they're going to keep giving him the ball, they said. You know what? They're going to go with who's winning. You know, I mean, they're, they're in a win-now situation. Carson Palmer is like 85 years old. <laughs> he's having a great season, but I mean, remember, remember week one, he took a hit and limped up, and people mm-hmm. were freaking out. I mean, so they're in a win now atmosphere, and and whoever's the hot hand right now, they're, they're going to run them. And right now, it's Chris Johnson. Yeah, um, just St. Louis defense only 202 yards per game allowed through the air um, on the ground. The St. Louis Rams defense. Um, is allowing 122 yards, almost 123 yards a game and three touchdowns. I don't mind Chris Johnson as a low-end running back, too, and I can't believe I'm saying that because just two <laughs> weeks ago I never would have. Andre Ellington, he's going to be a game-time decision. I'm going to stay away until I see him healthy and on the field for Arizona. Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, those are must-starts for the Cardinals. Larry Fitzgerald looks great, 23 catches, 333 yards, and five touchdowns on the season. All this guy, I, you know what? Everybody had him written off, maybe myself included. Oh sure, but maybe all he just wanted was a legitimate NFL quarterback back. <laughs> he just wanted a little bit of love. That's you know? it. That's about it. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and like we said before, you know, everyone loves Larry Fitzgerald as a person. So it's great to see him have the yeah. success. You know, and, and I mean, it's not it's not a fluke. The guy, he's not rejuvenated. He's not the old the guy that he was, but he's just playing with that, uh, you know, that the veterans cheekiness yes. that, you know, you just can't buy. Yep. And you probably got him in around around right. 9, yeah. 10, 11. And, you know, if you did, God bless you. Good yeah, for you. That's great. You know, and as good as Larry Fitzgerald's been, that's just hurt guys like John Brown. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody thought this would be John Brown's season. But, you know what, the truth is, Fitzgerald, everything's going his way. And and that hurts the John Brown status. John Brown, at best, is a flex play. Right. Uh, otherwise, he's on your bench. Minnesota Vikings at the Denver Broncos. Um, let's start with the Vikings, Doug. Their passing attack has got awful. Wallace, Charles Johnson have done nothing. Bridgewater's done even less than nothing. This is strictly the Adrian Peterson show right. on Minnesota, unless you have any type of faith whatsoever in the Vikings passing attack. Um, I can see you playing Kyle Rudolph. You know, he he had a uh, you know, he, he's doing, he's, the first two weeks is double digits. 12 catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown on the year. Yeah. So he's giving you four catches for, he's giving you seven or eight fantasy points in a PPR game. Yeah, he, he's he's giving you at least five targets a game. You know, he's he's been losing targets per game. But, I mean, if there's one guy playing in a pass attack there, it's him. 
Charles, I mean, I was in. I, I, another guy I bought the 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 preseason hype about was Charles Johnson, and he's just let me down. Oh, he's done absolutely nothing. Charles Johnson, six catches, forty six yards. Keep in mind, Denver, the number one ranked pass defense in the league, only allowing one hundred seventy six yards and one passing touchdown through the air, six interceptions. Doug, Denver side of the ball, Peyton Manning, uh, uh, Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. I, I don't care if Peyton Manning looks a little slower and his passes don't have the zip they once had. Minnesota's allowing 243 yards per game. I'm playing those uh, Broncos passing attack. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, I mean, we, we we could try to pick this apart as much as you want, but, yeah, I mean, there was their offense, passing offense, all in. Well, there you go. That's the caveat, the passing offense. Doug, what about that rushing offense are we just running from the C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman <clears throat> mess? Does C.J. Anderson get the good chance, the graces, and give him one more shot? Uh, Minnesota allowing 120 yards per game. Do you, I'll say it. I'm giving C.J. Anderson one more game. You? You know what? Yeah. Well, you have to remember. I mean, in the fantasy world, people go crazy week by week. You know, I mean, it's a, it's like a high school love-hate, you know, relationship with, you know, you love your girlfriend, you hate your girlfriend kind of thing every week. It's only week four. Yeah. You know, it's and, and Peyton Manning, like, like you said, you know, blah, 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 the, the zip is gone, but he's still a very good quarterback, still a very good offense. Um, he's going to have to slow down and start. Remember they said preseason he's going to pass the ball, uh, hand the ball off a lot? Yeah. This, they're probably going to pull back eventually and do that. So, would I start him this week? If I if I had to, I had to. But I mean, he's one of those guys. Also, I'll try to pick him up cheap, because you know people are dying to get rid of him and get something yeah. for nothing. You know, because he was a uh, he was a in a, a ten team or a twelve team league. He's an end around one round two very yeah, beginning guy. Team, you know, definitely. so uh, people are dying to get rid of him. You know, I, I would say before they play the game this week, if you can get him for cheap, do it. Because people, might be the game. yeah, this might be. And, and once he blows out, if he breaks out, that's it. You won't get him for cheap again. Pick three, pick three or four. Matt Forte, Shane Vereen, Danny Woodhead, C.J. Anderson. Picking three. Picking three. Obviously Woodhead. Um, who's the first guy you said? Forte. Obviously him. So it's between Anderson and Vereen. I think you got to go Vereen against Denver against Minnesota. Or no, against the, Buffalo. The, the Bills. Uh, I just, I, I'd say C.J. Anson. C.J., that's what I'm saying. I think it's Anderson against Minnesota over yeah. Vereen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I would sit Vereen in that situation. Fair enough. Definitely. Fair enough. All right, Doug. We're going to move to Sunday night. The This game could uh, – I'm actually excited that this game is on Sunday night because I might be able to get to bed at a reasonable hour. It's going to be a great game, you know, because, I mean, who knows – What's going to happen here? Oh. You know, it's going to be a great game. A lot of, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Well, it all depends. Drew Brees today came out and said there's no way he's missing the game. So if he plays A, how effective will he be? So that's right. all up in the air. Right. Here's a couple of things, though, I do know about the Cowboys. I am definitely playing Jason Winton because he, quite honestly, is the toughest man walking the face of the earth. I agree. Okay. Um, I am playing Joseph Randall. And I'm playing Lance Dunbar in a PPL league. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, the guys. I'm put it this way. I'm not playing McFadden. No. I'm not playing 
Terrence Williams or Beasley. Everybody else I'm going to play. I'm staying away from Williams as well. Yeah. I'll so, agree with you on that. So basically it's Dunbar, it's Randall, it's Witten, and in a pinch you're playing the quarterback. You, that's a tight pinch, though, if you're going weed and numb. But it's against the Saints. You know, he will give you 200 yards, a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns, and a pick. New Orleans is allowing 126 yards per game on the ground. Right. Making Joseph Randall a must start. Mm-hmm. Through the air, through the air, New Orleans is sitting at allowing... Hmm. I'm, I'm going to guess 265. 271 and Man, six touchdowns. I, I am good. I am good. So will that, put, will that let you play Terrence Williams? Him, no. No. Because he said 276. 271. So 265, that's going to win, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I... Wide receiver three, a flex? Yeah, yeah. Not as a wide receiver two? No. Wide receiver three, flex fly. Mm-hmm. Saints side of the things, if Drew Brees is playing, I'm playing Brandon Cooks. Yes. And I think you're playing Mark Ingram as well. I think you have to. Against the pass, the Dallas defense is only allowing 230 yards per game. They've been effective, not terrible. Uh, Against the run, the Dallas defense is allowing... Drum roll. uh, 88 yards per game. But I still think Ingram's a must start. You know, Ingram was one of those guys preseason. I liked him. I, how do I say this? I didn't have him targeted, but I liked him. Right. There were guys right around him I liked a little bit more. One of those guys was Spiller, and I got burned twice with that. I think Ingram is definitely a guy to start over Spiller. Spiller, like I said before, he they paid him $9 million um, guaranteed. they got to start utilizing him eventually. You know, he, he, the week, do you like Spiller? Right now he's on my bench, and I'm going to keep him there until he starts producing. Yeah, I think you have to. Doug, Monday night, the Detroit Lions traveling to the Seattle Seahawks, right? Oof. Seattle giving up 100 yards per game on the ground. Mm-hmm. The Lions rush, def- uh, rush offense has not looked great. I'm going to shy away from Amir Abdullah, Joyke Bell, and that whole situation. Against the pass. The Seattle pass defense, the famous pass defense, is only allowing 186 yards through the air, number two in the league, three passing touchdowns allowed. How does that affect your view of Stafford, Calvin Johnson, Golden Tate? I, I don't take Calvin Johnson out of the lineup. No, he's, I mean, he, you got him within the first 15 picks mm-hmm. for the most. I mean, in any, any you know, legitimate league. Uh, you start him, do you start Stafford? No. No. He hasn't looked great. He's got five touchdowns and five interceptions. Yeah. I mean, Eli Manning or Matthew Stafford? Oof. Eli. Matthew Stafford, Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford. Carr. Andy Dalton. Dalton. Sam Bradford, Matthew Stafford. Uh, Bradford against the Redskins. I'm going to go Bradford. I, I'd probably go with games Stafford. In, games in Seattle. Yeah. Games in Seattle, Monday night, that place is going to be so loud. Stafford's not going to be able to hear him, hear the voices in his head telling him to throw an interception. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go with Stafford there. All right, I'm going to disagree. I'm staying away from Stafford. The okay. uh, only guy from Detroit I'm really playing here is Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Maybe Eric Ebron in a pinch, but more than likely not. 
Seattle side of things, Russell Wilson. Roll with it. Rolling with that. Now, yeah, here's that. what's interesting. Okay. Marshawn Lynch may not play. Young kid rolls. Went for 100 yards last week. Fred Jackson and he all signs point to the young kid rolls getting the touches. Uh, Detroit's defense so far against the pass, 284 yards and five touchdowns allowed. Play Jimmy Graham. I'll even play Doug Baldwin as maybe a flex play. Sure. Um, against the run. The Detroit defense is allowing 112 yards and five touchdowns. I'll start with ever Seahawk running back starts there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're starting all those guys. This game has all the makings of a blowout, if you ask me. Yeah, and and you know what? Monday night, those are interesting games. I mean, you know, you know, those are the games where somebody out of nowhere just things happen. You know? I just think that place is going to be so loud. Detroit no one won't know what to do about it. True. I mean, yeah. Listen, uh, I, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, I'm it, stumping you. All you keep, all you keep saying is yeah right now. <laughs> it's like my, my wife. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> you know, the thing is, the thing is, all, all I'm going to say is this: this game has all the earmarks of a blowout, just a, just a, a, a trouncing. And those are the games that once in a while end up just not, and you know, just be a shootout. Okay. You know, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything. I'm just saying I can see this being a, a, a 21-28 game, you know. Fair enough. Doug, before we sign off, and it's already uh, a little after the hour, so we're going to go through this quick. We do have a couple of questions that have come up on the Twitter page, so let's take a look at those. All Here right. we go. <clears throat> I'm ready. Here it is. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 trying to order my tweets here. All right, I got my no, right. my notepad ready. All right, Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, and Sam Bradford are on waivers. Uh huh. Should I pick up one of those QBs to back up Russell Wilson in a ten-team league? Six points for a passing touchdown. Yep, Carr. Carr. Right away. Grab him. Car over Mariota? Yeah, yes. You know what? Mariota, I mean, the, the guy's going to, he's going to, I think he'll be a, a good, a good quarterback. Right now, um, Carr has a nice offense going with him. You I know. Agree. Uh, if, if it's one of those, uh, you could pick him up right now, tell the guy to grab him right now, tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, next question. Pick three to start this week. Amari Cooper. Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Damn you, Joaquin. Cooper, are we here? Are we live? How about now? You hear me? I don't hear you. There we go. We're back. Hey, hey, everybody. We had some technical difficulties, but we're back. Glad I was able to get us back on for the final minute. Doug, pick three to start this week. Okay. Amari Cooper. Yes. Jordan Matthews. Mm -hmm. Ryan Matthews. Allen Robinson. Eric Decker. James Jones. Standard non-PPR format. Standard. Ooh. They still have those? They do. I'm picking how many? Three? Picking three. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Jordan Matthews. Mm-hmm. Robinson. 
Okay. Those are my guys. Because De- Decker's banged up. You don't know if he's, he's going to play that right now. Uh, James Jones, you know, if he doesn't give you a touchdown, he's giving you a donut. I went James Jones over Allen Robinson okay. with Devontae Adams out. Okay. Uh, that lent me to James Jones. I, I did agree with Cooper and Matthews. Uh, Ryan Matthews. Uh, 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 Jordan or Ryan? It's both Matthews. He has Jordan and R. Matthews. So I don't know if he meant Rashad Matthews of Miami or Ryan Matthews. Oh, on Rash- the I'm sorry, Rashad Matthews. Either way, I didn't choose the, that Matthews. Okay. I chose Cooper, Jordan Matthews, and James Jones because Devontae Adams is out. So we disagree, we disagree on Robinson and James Jones. Fair enough. Okay. So there you go. All right, folks, we are out of time here tonight. Um, just a quick update before we sign off on the Thursday night game. Uh, real quick score and some fantasy impact there. Um, game is currently 20-17 to 17 Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, Michael Vick has played okay. He's outplayed Joe Flacco, in my opinion. You know, we take a look at the box score. Baltimore, Joe Flacco, 141 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Four sets look terrific. 20 carries for 124 yards. Has not gotten in the end zone, though. Uh, Kamar Atkin with 46 receiving yards and a touchdown for the Ravens. Steve Smith, 4 for 24. Max Williams, 2 for 17. Pittsburgh side of things, Vic, 106 yards and a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell doing what he does. Vic also has 29 yards rushing. Le'Veon Bell, 90 yards on the ground, 6 yards for carry and a touch. Uh, Le'Veon Bell also 6 catches for 20. Darius Hayward Bay for 4 for 31 and a touchdown. And Antonio Brown, his streak of consistency. There's a little shout-out to my friend Bob Long. Uh, Antonio Brown, four catches for 25 yards. He's been extremely, extremely limited. They, uh, folks, we're out of time. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody for listening tonight live here on Blog Talk Radio or at any point on demand at, on, uh, on iTunes as well. Don't forget, you can follow us on iTunes. Do us a favor, go to the show, download, subscribe, and rate the show. We do appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at A-N-E-A-N-O Fantasy. That's A-A-N-I-A-N-O Fantasy. And on Facebook at the Anthony Aniano Fantasy Sports Show. Doug and I are with you every Thursday night, 10 o'clock, to preview the upcoming week. And don't forget, you can also check me out with my co-host, Real Talk Raph, on Roto Baller Fantasy Sports Radio, the Waiver Wire edition, every Tuesday night at 9.30. Make sure you go to rotoballer.com, draftballet.com. Go and check that out as well. Doug, it's been a lot of fun, as always. Thanks for coming through the studio tonight. Great job, as always, my friend. Thank you, sir. And you know, I want to give a belated RIP to Mr. Yogi Berra from last week. Met the guy a couple of times, stand-up guy, great Yankee, World War II veteran. He's a patriot. There you go. Right. Uh, Yankees clinched a wild-card berth, so good luck in the first round there. Yankee fans, the Mets fans will be watching <laughs> that game. Uh, as we prepare for the uh, NLDS series. For Anthony, for Doug Dedaler, I'm Anthony Aniano. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here next week. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.